Hey everyone, I'm Josh Brown, and this is another episode of the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast. Today's episode is one I am so passionate about. And this is because when I started my business, I really didn't have a lot of framework of understanding what it took to be highly successful. And one of the first things that I learned was that it takes boundaries. So today's episode is called Boundaries, why you need to establish them if you want to be successful. Now, we're gonna unpack this in two ways. The first way is we're gonna unpack personal boundaries. And these have to do more with relationships with maybe family or friends and just on a personal level, what kinds of boundaries you can set or establish in order to make sure that you're healthy at a personal level. The second thing that we're going to do is talk about boundaries in a professional context. Now, I know some of you are not business owners yet, and others of you are, so I'm going to try to maybe look at some different angles of what that uh, looks like inside of being a freelancer or working a job or running a business and being an entrepreneur. Um, so let's just dive right into these two. I think it's going to be really encouraging to both unpack it for myself and then also for you to be able to learn how to add one more thing into your arsenal, which I believe can set you apart from so many different people. So first, let's talk about boundaries at a 30,000 foot view. So essentially, several years ago, I was struggling with some different relationships, both professionally and personally, and was really trying to make sense of it all. And I came across a book by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend called Boundaries. If you haven't read this book, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to go get this book off Amazon right now. In fact, if you're on SoundCloud, I'm going to go ahead and link to it below. If you're following me on some of the different social media platforms I'm on, you've seen me post about this before. Get this book. It does take a little bit of a faith perspective throughout the book. There's some different aspects of scripture and boundaries involving that. But I guarantee, even if that's not your background, you're going to be able to take some practical tips away on how to establish healthy boundaries and why they are so important. So back to that 30,000 foot view. What are boundaries? You need to think of boundaries in terms of a house property, right? You have different property lines and you can't overstep those lines because then you're in somebody else's property, maybe your neighbor's house. A lot of times we may have heard that expression, the grass is always greener on the other side. And you might be looking across and saying, man, my neighbor's yard is so healthy, so lush, so green. And you want to go over the fence. But in reality, what you need to do is focus on your own house. Make sure that your grass is growing well, that your yard is uh, lush and green or, you know, and this is obviously just a real basic practical level to think about it. But in the book, Henry Cloud says boundaries help us to distinguish our property so that we can take care of it. They help us to guard our heart with all diligence we need to keep things that will nurture us inside our fences and keep things that will harm us outside. This is the key in successful, healthy, thriving, loving relationships. 
So what does this mean on a personal level? Well, let me get a little bit vulnerable with you guys. Uh, several years ago, I encountered an extreme resistant relationship in my family. My wife and I were uh, taking our kids to another family member's home and along the way a lot of things were going on and it just was a volatile, inconsistent, extremely almost emotionally abusive environment that we were about to walk into. And throughout that day, all kinds of things happened. Things were said on both sides of uh, the relationship or the people that were involved. And what we began to realize was this was not healthy and we needed something better. Now, at this point in my life, I didn't have any framework. I just knew something was wrong and I needed it to be better. And what was wrong was there was a ton of negative influence. There was a ton of people and um, that were not just being negative to me, but my wife and my kids. And it was just creating a real hostile, anger-filled environment for everyone involved. And particularly, it was taking a toll on me. I was having health issues. I felt like my soul just couldn't rest you know, I was really struggling with what do you do in a situation that just seems like you can't get out of. And so my wife and I actually looked up, I was working at the YMCA at the time, and we looked up one of the programs at the Y, which was a Restore Ministries program that we could go and have a professional licensed counselor help us to just unpack why we kept going down this road with these other family members and why it was continuously a roller coaster of emotions and almost always negative. So we get there to the counselor, we kind of unpack it, we talk a whole lot about what was going on, uh, what this relationship was, and actually it was more than just one person, and, and we really begin to uh, sort of just voice it all out in the open for the first time. And our counselor looked at us and said, you need to read the book Boundaries because what you're talking about, while yes, this other person or these other people over here are causing you grief and causing you to feel guilty and causing you all kinds of problems with their negative speech, what you have is a boundary problem. A boundary problem. In fact, I really at first was kind of offended because I was like, we're here so you can help us fix this together. And what they began to tell me was you need to water your own yard. Let me unpack this a little bit further. What does it mean to water your own yard? It means to care for yourself, care for your family, care for your soul. And when people are being negative and abusive and taking uh, trying to be controlling in your life, you need to know where the boundary property line of your own yard is so you can recognize when they're stepping over it. The way that I was raised, I didn't have these boundaries. I didn't understand where to say no, how to say, you know, how to, how to confront people in a loving way. And at this point, I really had to make some drastic changes in my own personal life to be able to understand how to set proper loving and yet confrontational to other people boundaries. Henry Cloud says it like this, confronting an irresponsible person is not painful to him, only the consequences are. So this was something that I had to learn. 
my uh, confronting this problem head on was not the thing that was going to be painful. It was only the consequences. And the consequences are you can't come onto my property if you're going to do these things over here. You're not going to be allowed into my home, into my household, if you're going to bring baggage of negativity and anger and hostility and volatility into my yard. You have to set boundaries. You can't live life just waiting for somebody else to make changes. You have to make changes for yourself and then other people can choose to either accept that and respond appropriately or to disrespect it, to never respond and to continue to go down a dark path. Um, unfortunately, in this situation, for the people in our family that we were dealing with, they did not respect it, and they've continued to go down that dark path. We're praying for them. We love them at a distance, but they're not going to be allowed into our property line, into our yard, until they've made the changes to respect those boundaries and to be able to demonstrate love without bringing negativity and hostility and anger and resentment and all kinds of other emotions that weren't anything uh, that were essentially being stimmied by us, but rather other external factors in their life. So you can't take on the burden and the pain that somebody else has into your yard. It's kind of like this. If you think about it, if you've ever flown a plane, flown on a plane, and they get up front, you know, the stewardess or the uh, flight attendants will get up and say, hey, I want to deliver some instructions to you of what happens if the cabin loses air pressure. The first thing they tell you to do is, well, the first thing they say is a mask is going to fall out uh, from right above. It's going to drop in front of you. And the very first thing that you're supposed to do is before you help anybody else, what do you do? You put it on yourself. Why do you do this? Why do you not help your kids first? Because if you lose oxygen, then you can't help anybody. If the oxygen and the life is sucked out of you, you're not going to have the strength to help anyone else. So if you're dealing with a negative or abusive or emotionally abusive person in your life, I would encourage you go get this book, read this book. Um, learn about the practical ways that you can set boundaries in your life and then begin to use those practical tips that it gives you to build up sort of the muscle and the resistance factor that you can have to make sure that your yard is clean, your yard is pure, you've got the oxygen and the life force that you need before you try to start helping other people. When you have strong boundaries, you're gonna be able to love well and you're gonna be able to be healthy at a very personal level and your relationships are going to thrive. Some of you that might be going through that situation right now, one of the most practical tips that I can give you is simply to start testing your boundaries with the word no. When you say the word no, like, first of all, nobody likes to hear the word no. Somebody says, hey, let's go hang out, and you say no, uh, just like, even for that person, just kind of like takes their soul down a notch. You know, it's like, oh, I, I, I had a good idea. We were going to go hang out. We we're going to spend time. Hey, do you guys want to go out to eat after, you know, after a movie? Uh, no. Oh, well, we just saw a movie together. You know, like, there's always that sort of like, hmm. 
but boundaries will allow you to say no in a loving way and that person can do one of two things they can respond well and say okay well maybe next time or they can respond angry and say well why not and when they come back in an angry sort of you know not really abusive but if if they come back in a defensive or aggressively offensive mode then you know that this person is somebody who might be taking more life from me than giving life to me you know so that's a great just simple practical way and i began to do this when i was learning to set boundaries i would go to healthy friends that i knew would be there no matter what and i would just say the word no they would ask me something and you don't have to explain yourself this is what i had to learn like you you just say no if they want to know more details you can feel free to offer it to them if you want but a lot of times you can just start by saying the word no in the unhealthy relationships i did this and i very quickly learned those were definitely unhealthy relationships in the healthy relationships i did this and i quickly learned these people are loving and positive and kind and they're the ones that i want to invest back into my life as well as uh, feel where I can feel comfortable investing back in to theirs. So that's a real practical way that you can do this on a personal level. What does it mean though to do this on a business or professional level? You've got to set boundaries as a business owner or even a worker bee in a thriving business run by somebody else. If you are a freelancer, you've got to set boundaries. You've got to set boundaries because you have limited time. You want to be able to still have a family. I didn't know this growing up. Um, I just, like I said, you know, at a personal level, I didn't have strong boundaries. I had a strong will, but I didn't have a strong uh, set of boundaries. And so what happened was I had a season in life where I was working a full-time job and doing freelancing, and I pretty much checked out of so many different family events simply because I didn't have good, strong boundaries. In fact, a great example is a few years ago, uh, I would go, my wife and I and our kids, we would go, um, and this is while I'm a business owner, keep this in mind, but we would go on a vacation somewhere. We maybe go for a week or two weeks and we would spend time with some family and during that time, I knew I would have to work, but I could have set some boundaries to where I didn't have to work every single day or I could work morning and night. But what happened was I would be spending time with family and I'd get that email and that email would just trigger me to want to respond. But instead of just simply responding and going back to spending time with family, what I began to do was respond and then letting everybody know about it. Now, the reason I can tell you this now is because I've changed. The reason I know I've changed is because my wife told me last week. <laughs> we went and spent a week in San Diego, and she told me, she said, that trip was so much more peaceful because you weren't bringing work into the fold of everything. Even the time, there was one time I sat down to eat lunch, and I got a client email, and I'd already said, hey, guys, I'm going to work early in the morning, late at night. And if you need me in between, talk to my team. And what ended up happening was I sat down for lunch and I got an email and there was like an emergency project and I was just so frustrated because I couldn't, I didn't have my computer, I couldn't just knock it out real quick. And I just took a breath and I realized this is a moment that I can have a boundary. And I communicated to my client and I said, I will be able to get to this 
later on today, but I can't do it right now. And then I sent it on to my team and said, if you guys can handle all of this, go for it, deal with it, but I'm busy with my family. That was a hard lesson to learn. Setting boundaries on clients is extremely difficult, especially if these clients are ones that are paying your bills. You know, I can't survive without clients. That's just a given. I provide a service and they pay for that service. Even though I'm on vacation, they continue to pay for that service. So I need to make sure that I'm doing my due diligence and working myself, but I'm also needing to make sure that I'm not encroaching on time with my own family. This is so hard to learn, but once you learn it, I tell you, last week when we went out there, um, and if you're listening to this in the future, this would have been June of 2018, uh, we basically got to spend a week, I spent a week where I golfed and spent time with my family during the middle of the day, worked early morning, and even the early morning I was watching the World Cup and working, so it was relaxing, <laughs> and then late evening I would just kind of tie loose ends up, and I think one day I spent, you know, four or five hours of intense heavy sprint work is what I call it, making sure that I got as much stuff done as possible. And I even worked a little bit harder the week before to prepare for this moment. And as I went down this road, I remembered too, to continuously communicate to my clients and let them know these are the boundaries I've set. Please respect those. And I promise you we're gonna get the job done and we're gonna do it well. When you set personal boundaries, you're gonna have thriving, healthy relationships. When you set professional boundaries as a business owner, you're gonna be able to have thriving, healthy, and served well clients. And when you set boundaries as a coworker, or as a somebody who works in an office setting, that kind of goes right back to the personal area. Like you're gonna be able to get work done, be proficient and efficient. That's one of the biggest mantras, I guess, that I had during the workplace time that I had, which was be proficient and efficient. And what I mean by that is do work really good and really quality, but don't overwork yourself. Be efficient with your work. When you're working, have the boundary. Hey guys, look, some people I know even made signs that said working and they put it up on the corner of their desk and when they were working and had headphones in, this was the sign that said, do not disturb me, I'm getting work done. And the why, people loved, love, love, love to come in and disrespect boundaries all day long. We called them the window seats. Those were the executives. Those were the vice presidents. Those were the CEOs that would come in from other locations and our CEO would tour them around our facility. And there's times where you've got to sort of un, you know, take a second, take a break and say hi to people and chat and be nice and cordial. But when you're on a deadline project and when that time is going to disrespect you so much that you're going to miss time with your family later and your organization isn't paying you for that over time, then you've got to set boundaries. You've got to put the sign up if that's what it takes. Just don't even look up from your computer. Zone in. If somebody wants to come and stand and hover over you, you can eventually take off one headphone and say, Hey, I'd love to talk right now, but I have to get this done. So can we schedule time in 15 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour? And I'll give you the 10 minutes that you need for this conversation. 
over and over and over, this is something that gets tested in a corporate workplace or in a freelance mindset where people want you to respond immediately. They want attention. Everybody wants attention. If they stand over you, if they email you, if they call you, they want you to pick up and answer right away because that's what culture says we need to do. But healthy boundaries says, look, if this is going to disrupt my productivity right now and cause me to delay time investing in things that I want to later, then it's not worth it. I would go back to something I heard once um, that a pastor, Craig Rochelle of Life.Church in Oklahoma uh, said, and we were a part of the Hendersonville campus out in Tennessee for a season. And this one series he did was on a man who was dying from cancer. And this man was an incredible guy. He um, was loving his wife, loving his kids, even though he had been dealt a super hard deck of cards. And he said, if you had 30 days to live, what would you do today that would be different? And forever that's wrecked me because what it helps you do is to filter out what's really important. And this is the same thing that boundaries helps you do. It helps you to filter out, is this conversation, is this email response, is this uh, piece of work that just came across my desk important enough to where in 30 days it will have made an impact in my life? If not, then it can wait or it can go away. You, that's up to you. You you decide the property lines. You know you decide what's allowed onto your property. If somebody's got a dirty old Jeep that you don't like Jeeps, well then you don't allow it on your property. But if somebody's driving a F-150 and that's your thing, then you can allow it on your property. You know. But in this case, if you had 30 days to live, and this guy sadly ended up passing away, and his testimony throughout this ordeal was incredible because he was coming from the faith perspective of that God is good no matter what kind of hand I'm dealt with. And even if you don't have that perspective, I believe we can all say that like, look, even though life is gonna throw us some curveballs, even though we're gonna have some difficult to deal with relationships, even though we're gonna have some difficult to deal with coworkers or boundary breakers at the workplace or clients that want us to answer 24 seven and get work done for them in their time, not our time, even though we're gonna deal with this, in 30 days, if you just had 30 days to live, how would you change what you're about to do right now? And I would say to let that drive you. Let it drive you forward. You've got to find the things that you're most passionate about in life and let those things come to the surface. So many of the greatest leaders around will always tell you to play to your strengths. If you watch uh, sports, for instance, the World Cup is going on right now and you watch soccer, everybody has a role. They're playing a certain part based on the strengths that they bring to the table. I got to experience this in soccer myself. I eventually ended up being a sweeper. The sweeper is the last guy who stands before the goalie. You're the guy in the back. You're the defense. You're the last guy between the your team and the goalie. So if, if anybody gets past you, then it's going to be a one-on-one -on -one between them and the goalie. So your job as sweeper is literally to sweep it up, to get back there no matter what it takes, to get in front of the ball, to get in front of the person, to block them, to make life difficult so they're not able to score. When you have a defined role, 
And this is what Boundaries does, is it ultimately defines your role as a business professional, as a leader, as a uh, leader of your household. Like a boundary is going to allow you to define your role, define your property, and you're gonna be able to play to your strengths. This is so important. Operating a business, being a freelancer, uh, even working in the workplace, the corporate world, if you're operating and working in your strengths, you're always gonna be so much better. Now, I get it, you've got things you wanna improve on, that's totally fine, but 90% of what you do needs to be what you're great at. 90% of what you do needs to be what you're great at. And I believe this is one of the things that makes me successful in the industry that I work in. I have a passion for marketing and code and being able to bring those two together with good copy and then be able to sort of understand the analytics and make it all work together. But I'm not that great at something like JavaScript. JavaScript I can do, but it's just not what I'm good at. So I found someone else who's really great at it, does a fantastic job, loves to work in it, and I let him operate in his strengths so I can operate in mine. This is what strong boundaries will do. It'll give you the right abilities at the right time so that you can be proficient and efficient. And that is the ultimate key if you want to be successful. Well, hey guys, I don't know about you, but for me, this was fun. It was exciting to sort of talk about these topics. If you want to talk further, please reach out to me, josh at soulheart.co. Follow me on Instagram, official Josh Brown. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Brown. I'm always available because I love you guys. I want to see you be successful. And I know that the best is yet to come. Whether you're stuck in a rut right now trying to get out of it, whether you're super successful, you want to invest in other people, or even become a better leader yourself. So thank you guys once again for giving me your attention. This has been another episode of the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast.